Hello everyone, good morning once again. So I'm coming to you all the way from the throne room of God to present to you this morning's kingdom message. I hope we are all doing very well. So let's pray. I pray that the word of God will speed ahead and I pray that his word will be honored wherever it goes or wherever it is received. In the mighty name of Jesus we pray. Um, so still on Jesus Christ's letter to the church in Laodicea, we learned in our last lesson that um, the um, the people were like um, the Pharisees who claimed they could see. Yet when God walked amongst them, they weren't able, they couldn't identify him. So um, Jesus was very sad and he said that if they had confessed their fault, he could help them but because they couldn't there was nothing he could do about it and we learned that um the church of laodicea wouldn't humbly admit their problem they think they see but essentially they are blind his advice to them is that they should rather come back to him if they really want to go high in this life okay so um it will also be recalled that um um, um apostle paul had um um, scales coming out from his eyes in order for him to see clearly um, that the God whom he claimed he was seven um, was the same one that he was fighting. Okay, so um, when Jesus Christ said that um, those who persecute believers will actually think that they are doing God a favor, he was referring to the blind people. Okay, so um, those who persecuted Stephen as well. Um, they were also blind people. So the kind of blindness that Jesus Christ is referring to is not the type that the eyes are closed, the eyes are shut, or the eyes have defects. No, the one that Jesus Christ refers to is those eyes that are actually opened. They are looking, but then they can't see. The eyes are, are, are opened, right? like they are widely opened. They are walking without sticks. They are walking without guides, but they can't see. Jesus refers to the Pharisees as blind guides leading other blind people. Yet the Pharisees weren't blind. Okay. So you in Jeremiah chapter 1, um, God had to ask the looking Jeremiah what he was seeing. But for Jeremiah wasn't blind, he was very much okay. But God showed him something and then God asked him, okay. God had to be sure his servant wasn't blind. He said, look Jeremiah, what do you see? And he replied, I see a branch of an almond tree. Guess what God said? You see right. God said, you see right. So this means we can look and not see right. Okay. You can, you can be looking at something, but then it wouldn't be as you see it. The same way as um, Paul was looking at Jesus and wasn't seeing Jesus until the schools had to fall off from his eyes. The same way as Stephen's persecutors were looking at, 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 at Stephen. But they couldn't see that this guy was actually the anointed of God. Okay, so um, this means we can actually look, okay, and not see right. And, and um, when referring to the gold, okay, that he's asking us to buy the riches, he sees that it is his gold that is pure wealth. He gives riches. It is his raiment that really covers shame, okay, and nakedness. So um, they should rather come to him. In Revelation chapter 16, verse 16, Jesus says that, he comes like a thief and blessed is the one who stays awake keeping his garments on that he may not go about naked and be seen exposed so you are moving on to the path that jesus says that they are actually um 
naked okay in revelation chapter 19 verse 7 where there is a marriage of the lamp it was granted the bride to clothe herself with fine linen and bright and pure and um, the fine okay and bright and pure linen okay now the fine linen is the righteous deeds of the saints so your righteousness clothes you the righteousness of the saints is what gives the um the, the saints of god that adornment that garment that purity okay that's that that, that pure garment okay so when you when you read in um, revelation 19 7 which refers to the marriage of the lamp where we um, the bible says that the bride is actually wearing a fine linen bright and pure um, robe it refers to the righteous deeds of the saints okay so um those who stay awake are those who guard their hearts zealously for jesus christ they are those um who are not relaxed but are alert okay in their watchfulness or vigilance like those ten virgins they have not slept naked but have been awake with their clothes on they didn't take off their clothes to go and sleep rather they 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 stayed dressed and alert okay you see that when you are sleeping you don't you don't you don't dress up to sleep you remove your clothes okay so in the same way it's either um they didn't get weary they didn't get tired they didn't backslide okay so they stayed up still clothed in righteous deeds so it is god's righteousness that cover our sins our shame and our nakedness when we stay watchful guarding our faith with all zeal um we are clothed with this righteousness but when we become like a bicycle in faith and we slumber we lose our, our garments okay now jesus christ sees that the church in laodicea is instead naked because of her nonchalance she has become naked because of her carelessness um you see that sometimes you can identify one person whom you used you, 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 one person you know who used to pray a lot but maybe doesn't pray as much as before okay then when you confront them they go like um um um, um I, actually they, they, go, they can even use scripture to defend their actions they can tell you that oh and um, prayer is not just waking up early as jesus did to seek um, the father's face but the bible also says that we should pray without season so 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 maybe they pray all the time but then you don't see meanwhile you know that is not how those people rose to their ranks in their present life okay you, you you knew how they used to be on fire before they used to wake up pray all night and do all that but then now the fear has come and when you ask them they defend okay they defend themselves okay you you see one person who used to serve in the choir so well was so active in church activities okay so lively in church but now you ask him and they tell you that oh work has become demanding and they, they are bored so they should do this there's so much work to be done and um, work um, assignments the lecturers give them so many assignments they can do that they can do that you see so there is now some relax like relaxedness okay some some carefreeness or let's say an easygoing attitude about these people okay now this carelessness of the church exposes her wicked i'm sorry exposes her nakedness says jesus okay and this same carelessness will blind us so that we will not see him as he comes like a thief okay we, when we stay in this in this state of carelessness it will blind us we will not be able to see him 
when he comes and then he will just come like a thief he says the church must stay awake okay and he says i counsel thee to buy of me gold tried in the fire that thou mayest be rich and and white raiment that thou mayest be clothed so he's counseling us to buy of him gold tried in the fire so that we can be rich to buy um white raiment that we might be clothed so that the shame of our nakedness do not appear okay and then to anoint our eyes with eye salve or anointing okay so that we may be able to see okay constant righteousness an immovable and and fixed stand with god will cause us not to be blind and naked and because we are not blind and naked we will not be wretched okay and measurable so you see it's only the, the blind people who are, who are who are to be pitied it's only um, um naked people who are who, who are miserable but then when we are when we are not blind and and we are not naked we will not um be wretched and we will not be miserable okay so there's an invitation in isaiah 55 to everyone who wants to come even without money to get wine to get milk and something to eat jesus christ says that um, what we spend our money on will not last so we should rather come to him and he will give us freely what will last eternally his treasure is an eternal one he urges us to leave whatever search we are embarking on earth to find and rather come to him okay so it's just like in the parable of the hidden treasure where the man found a treasure hidden in the field and he covered it up now this man went out and sold everything that he had and went to buy the field okay so this is exactly what jesus christ is asking us to do because his gold his treasure and um, like uh, his riches they can't be compared to the hidden treasures in the field okay and it is worth selling everything and doing away with all we have to acquire um this in in their place okay this is why jesus christ that we should seek ye first the kingdom of god and its righteousness and that everything will be added to us this priceless treasure is his righteousness which and um, we are to sell all we have to acquire which we are to let go everything in order to hold on family to amen so i'd like to end my message here today um i pray that um god will keep you i pray that god will guide you i pray that god will cause his face to shine upon you and your family I pray that God will be merciful unto you. I pray that his presence will stay with you and will not leave you. I pray above all things also that his word will stay in our hearts. He said his word is as fire. It's as a hammer that breaks rocks into pieces. May every doubt, every unbelief in your heart be broken by this hammer in Jesus' mighty name. He says the words I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. May the spirit of Jesus Christ dwell in your heart. May the life of Jesus replace your life. And may you be as God wants you to be. Live a Holy Spirit life, you and your family. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I pray with thanksgiving. Amen.